Hello there. And welcome to the Force Discussions with Hope and Kevin. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's horrible at her job. No, she's she not. has to get help from a teenager who just, just wants to inject his throb. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, Xander's like super. I don't even know the word. Pervy when it comes to Buffy? Yeah. Pull me. And you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's some moments that are a little uh director could have not safe for children. But anyway, um and yet it was. She's not bad bad at her job. What? She's sixteen. Well, she don't care how old well, you she are. Sucks. She it doesn't matter how old he is. Uh she's got a job. The job doesn't say, oh, if you're 16, it's okay if you mess up. Well, uh, so we are talking about Buffy. The Vampire Whale. The Vampire Slayer. Episode 2 is from Season 1 called The Harvest. Harvest. So it was more like a, more like a pick and choose kind of thing. Like it was, but like they went to the supermarket. They were like, I like oranges. You like oranges? I like oranges. Let's get some oranges. No, it was a harvest in the way that they gathered um, a, a grouping of something to eat. Yeah, I grant this is a continuation of the first one, the first yes. episode. So, so this literally. Um, picks up right where the last episode left off with um, Buffy was in the Buffy crypt. in the mausoleum, mausoleum in the crypt or whatever, and Luke, that vampire who works with the master, pretty much ready to like bite her. her. Yeah, he she tries oh, to bite yes. her and he gets attacked. Her cross burns him. Yeah, but is he trying to? Did he grab the cross? Is that what happened? He was like, "Let me get this out of here. Let me I don't just know. distract oh, I, me." I honestly. I I I can't remember if he grabbed it or if she put it on his face. I don't know. Whatever it was, it burns him. It burns him, and, and it he gets. Went, oh no, it's silver off. I, I'm sorry though, but granted, and of course, at this time he has no idea she's a slayer. He just thinks, uh, it's, it's a yeah, girl, girl. granted, girl. it's a slayer, and that's the only person that would be fighting him. Though uh, later in the episode, they're like, "Oh, he! Uh, I think she's a slayer. How do you, how do you think she's a slayer? Well, she bested me in combat. Oh, that hasn't happened in a long time. Eighteen thirty-five. Eighteen forty-three. Madrid. Madrid. I know that's probably a historical thing or something. I, I don't know. I, I, didn't I don't look know. It up. I didn't care. Um, just before we keep going, that I just want to read the little synopsis because it's quick on IMDb. Mm-hmm. It says Buffy and her friends encounter a powerful vampire bent on opening a portal to a dimension inhabited by demons. That's yeah. a really good summary, actually. Yeah. Um, so Buffy escapes the mausoleum and she Beats runs up everybody, and she runs into Willow in the cemetery, being attacked by another vampire, and gets him off, and then like. Runs? No, 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 no! She kills him with no dust. So making me believe that it was a human, but it's not. Human. I reassured him, it's not. 
Yeah, they she's just, reassuring me, but I'm going to go with a new kind. I have a counter for the last listen, one that anyone who's going to die is wearing horrible clothing. This show is not only fantasy, it's also a low-budget fantasy <laughs> I know. Show. I know so it is. Ha- but you have established that when you listen, stab a vampire I know. They in just had the heart. Them, they had him off screen, but the problem was, and there was another time... There was no dust sound, and in fact, another time, there was a literal thud, like yeah. a body thud. Uh. It was like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, you couldn't just put in a dusting sound? Like, even though it's off camera, if you put in that sound that they have, like a, then we would be like, oh, okay, it was dusted. Like, it literally sounded no, like I a think, body so thudding. I think her so vampires, body count now is two humans. She has not. And I <laughs> explained to... two humans with horrible faces. I explained... So she kills ugly people. I explained to Kevin that <laughs> the the notion that Buffy would kill a human is a big deal in this show. And people who have watched the show know this comes up later. So she is killing vampires. She has not killed any human beings. They just don't have the budget to show them being dusted. And apparently the sound of them being dusted. No, no, no. That's the, the, the what makes it a little weird, though, is that they don't have enough money to just make like, the sound for dusting, but they have the sound for thuds. I know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that means whoever was mixing this episode did not know what was going on. Um, the other vamps have Xander, but Buffy, like, you know, saves him. She shows, saves both of them. And I put, I put right here, they didn't have the budget to show all the dustings because they're off screen and you don't hear them. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so... We go back to school the next day, and Giles is Gilesing in the library, and I and just have now it's official that everyone in the library is just about the like no one goes in the library for anything else apparently. Well, especially because they're just talking about the the Slayer and vampire nonsense, and no classes are going on at this point apparently, or nobody has to go in the library. Um, There's but people he does, there was people walking outside. There are people walking out behind, and I didn't time how long the the scene was, but honestly, it probably was a, the average time, maybe a little longer than like a, a break between classes. But Giles is Gilesing. Here is a little jingle for Giles. Giles, the bookman, Rupert, the librarian, or just Giles, the G-Man. And he's talking about the start of the world and how demons first inhabited the earth and walked the earth and eventually they lost control and humans prevailed and and had control of the world and they had to go underground um and uh xander is still in disbelief about vampires he's like uh we're having a conversation about vampires like there are having a conversation and vampires are in it and when you think about it it is crazy it is it's just still it's xander apparently i'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna say this a lot when this in this series but xander being xander i was just gonna say that Xander is like, it's like if they took, um, uh, dang it, Friends, not Ross, I was, Chandler, Chandler. it's like they took Chandler, it's like, what would Chandler say right now? Well, yeah, sometimes he reminds me of Chandler a little bit, but like a high school Chandler. Um, so Giles explains that the vamp, oh, the vamp lore in this universe and the Slayer and like, yeah, explaining like how vampires become vampires. When he said... Something along the lines of basically like a demon and a human combined, and then that 
that well, he's, he's creature. Someone, uh, the demon, yeah, someone, some mutant came around and shagged or bit or whatever. Yeah, and, and, then and then they, they create more or they just kill people. Um, and Jesse, uh, so then we see Jesse and he is still alive. But he's underground with the vampires, and um, this is when they tell the master of Buffy and that she's likely a slayer, and he's, like, very kind of intrigued by that. Um, so he wants to use Jesse as bait because he knows she will come to his aid and try to yeah. rescue him. Because he's apparently the only one that's fought as slayer at all, apparently. No one, no one for some reason has done that. No one's fought a slayer. Um, not yet. Like, they haven't established, and we do know characters who have fought and bested uh, Slayers, and we will be introduced to them later. But as far as I know, I don't think the Master has ever slayed, you know, a Slayer, but um, he's probably fought them. Well, I think he's, he's old. He said he's like, oh, you guys have never, it's been too long since your you group. Guy. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, which is kind of messed up because he's like, no, you. The guys I, you know, I have around me are so good, except for fighting the one thing that kills us. I know, right? Slayers. Ser- no, seriously. <laughs> so we skipped that day. Yeah. In vampire school. In vampire class. So um, Willow researches or starts researching the harvest um, because, as she points out, like she's not a let's grab some weapons and fight kind of gal. She is more let me open a book or crack a uh, computer code. So, uh, Buffy says that she's going to go, She's le- she has to leave school grounds. I think she's going back to, oh, she's going back to the mausoleum to find the tunnel Because um, yeah. he kind of has a little realization, like, I don't understand where they are. And they try to have, like, a, a good five minutes of, like, where could they be hiding? Where? Well, could how they can be? they get the plans for the city to see the underground tunnel system? And then Willow well, says, "Like, oh, I accidentally like hacked into the yeah, town. Conveniently, I've hacked into the I'm files nerd. or whatever, so, or the mayor, whatever. The ma- so no, it's the city council's yeah, that's plans. Right. That's right. Because that's what the city council does. So she's sewer systems. So Willow is cracking codes, and Buffy is trying to get off campus and. Principal Flutie stops her, and he's like, no, you need to stay on campus, like, Bella. And she's like, yep, you're right. Like, and he's like, that's the Buffy I like, you know, with her feet on the ground. And uh, then she, she jumps over, over the fence <laughs> and uh, jumps to the other side and goes off to the mausoleum. No, and, uh, she goes home because she has to get nope, supplies. That, no, that's later. No, first she goes, remember, she some a mystery man pops up. At, Oh, first. God, yeah. No, first she has to, remember, because she has to go to the mausoleum first to, to, to make sure. And we get a nice little, mystery I guess. Mystery man. Yeah, mystery man. Mystery man. Da, 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 da. He says his name, like, in, like, two minutes, so it's not, like, a mystery. So Angel, and he does reveal his name, like, pretty quick. Um, he says usual. everything under his breath, though. I mean, you told me, well, Ugh. he's a horrible actor. Like, right? Is that okay. right? Is that true? I like David Boreanaz, and he's gotten better. But when he was first on Buffy, like, no, he's not the strongest actor because it's literally the first acting thing he's ever done. Sarah Michelle Gellar and um, Allison Hannigan have been acting since they were children. So they they just they they're more experienced, they're more seasoned. So he's not the strongest actor, but I I mean I like Angel. He's just a little hard to get into at the beginning. I will. It did look like every time he said something, he looked into the distance. 
I think he was trying to be mysterious, but like it just doesn't. But every it's sentence, aloof. Yeah, it's it was a, every. Well, it was because every. the thing was like he was trying to make like. This is what I hate about Angel. He doesn't always answer her. He's silent. And his answers are in his eyes or just in a look. But he's not, like I said, not the best actor. So he just looks like, duh. Like he just looks like he's, he's no, it, staring it, at her. It, honestly, every time he speaks about, like, whatever, it just looks like someone was, like, taking their fingers and being like, over here. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a look like, uh. <laughs> every time, I have to explain something. Oh, yeah. Huh? Like, at the end of every sentence, he just drifts off. Kinda. Kinda. You're not wrong. So, she asks him, like, a couple of questions, which he doesn't answer. Like, literally silent. He just, he just keeps going. Like, it's, it's, it's like the best Charlie Chaplin impression ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, she breaks the lock on the door and goes in, and she's like, she says, like, something like, aren't you going to wish me luck? Which she says nothing. <laughs> And stares off. And then she goes in a couple of feet and he just whispers, Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> and then over here. <laughs> and then he drifts off. <laughs> Sorry. I love Angel, but his first appearances are fucking hilarious. So anyway. Oh, this was my other question. I wrote it down. How did Angel get there? It's the middle of the fucking day. <laughs> Well, he's a mystery man. But what I no, but he's a mystery listen, man. Listen, this we no, just listen, just listen. Is there something else we need to know about him? Yes, because as an audience who already knows <laughs> who he is, I'm not going to reveal what he is, but I it will say this. He doesn't come from the mausoleum because the door is locked. She has to break it open. So he has to come from behind her. And it is daylight, and he is somebody who doesn't partake in the daylight. It doesn't bode well for him. I do him. like that he so could have just had I, a key either, and he just relocked it. He probably <laughs> either was already in there um, because he's a creep creep. So he could have already been in there um, lurking himself or researching himself. Or he does what another vampire in the series does and just uses a blanket. Like literally that's how they get around sometimes is they use these heavy blankets and just run to, to shelter. That's hilarious. I'm gonna. Well, it's wicked funny when you see it. I can't, I wait, can't for you to see wait for you to see it. For that, especially when they don't let him in. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for you to see that. But I, my feeling is that Angel was just uh, doing his own lurking because he does that a lot. He's he's a lurker, so I think he was just in there sorry, waiting for her just, to show up. Just that means he just sat there all day. <laughs> Yeah, or all night. What Eventually, else does he have to do? Someone's gonna come over. I don't here even know where he's living right and now. Speak to me, because I will over here. Over here. <laughs> I will drift <laughs> off. Anyway, so Xander also followed Buffy. Somehow gets back past Angel, who now either this is another mystery, Again, guys. If just... you know who Angel is, how the fuck did he get out, and why didn't Xander see him? Xander walks in and goes, "Hey, bud. Hey, man. I don't know. What are you doing here? Anyway, so Xander gets past Angel, doesn't see him, and get, catches up with Buffy. He probably just did this. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he had to distract him. He had to or, distract him. He's like, get over here. Or, honestly, Angel just, like, backed up into the shadows again, and it was just so dark, and Xander just didn't see him. I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to rationalize everything. Anyway. Yeah, this is it. They've <laughs> That's how he did it. Snap in the corner. Oh, 
Oh, that so shiny noise. They find <laughs> Jesse in passed out on the ground, like in the tunnels, and he's also chained up. So he's like, "Oh my God, guys, thank you so much." This is and Xander they, and Buffy. Xander and Buffy. Yeah. They unchain him, and he he says he can lead them out. And she's like, and then he's like, "Oh, they told me that I was going to be bait." And they're like, "Oh, now you tell us." He leads them to a dead end, and they turn around, and there's other vampires, and of course Jesse. Is a vampire. Is a vampire. Not wearing orange, at least. At least no, he's now he's in a blue shirt. Got, well, no, he did go to the club in different clothing than the oh, orange that's thing true. he had. Yeah, it, yeah that's right. Because um, yeah. he can't go to the club in orange. He has to go in blue stripes. Um, there is a uh, thing called peacocking, <laughs> and that would have worked for him. You're right. And it did not work um, for him because he decided to wear a sweater. So he... In um, summer in California. It seems like... So this was another thing that also didn't really make sense. They're they're trying to close this door to prevent the vampires from like getting into this little area that they're in in the tunnels. Why can't Buffy close the fucking door? Yeah, Buffy like, goes she over literally there. doesn't so have the strength. Like, the, uh, Jesse and like Xander like give a quick talk. Like, man, I thought we were buds. No, we're not buds. Buds, yeah. we're buds. Hey, buds, we're not buds. I I was just going like, why is Bud like? Did someone just have a seizure on the paper? And it's like, bud, 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 bud. Oh, we gotta write some stuff in between. This us. is my excuse slash answer for everything. It was the 90s. Okay, that is going to, I feel like that's that's not going to get old <laughs> in every explanation for everything. Well, because it, it honestly, it's an accurate and appropriate <laughs> explanation and people will accept it. Yeah, but it was it just was funny. The, like, 90s. the funnier part was she, uh, after like you find out like Jesse's a vampire and Xander's talking to the vampire, Buffy's still like, I got to close this door now. Try and. Can you get? Can you help? And finally, <laughs> I know. She, and I'm like, and like she, Xander's gonna be that much of a yeah. help. And then she finally just goes like, "All right, let me grab Jesse. He's a whole human. I mean, he's a whole body. Let me just huck him into the hallway." And then, oh wait, the door. I still need help with the door. Yeah, yeah. Xander, you you big strong man, help me with the door. <laughs> you big strong man, Xander. <laughs> when I think of big strong man, I think of Xander every time. <laughs> it was just weird that she couldn't close. I mean, again, it was a, it was so clearly a metal door. But I could have swore they opened the door going in. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But they do escape through. A, they close the door because somehow, um, and they do escape through a vent like in the ceiling that Buffy ripped off. Biffy, but Biffy, Biffy is there Buffy, too. Because I was trying to say rip. Buffy rips like the. The event, gate, event cover, whatever yeah. the great. She can down. she can rip that. She can't close the door, but she can rip the cover. Well, off. that that makes more sense. They <laughs> end they end up escaping through the roof, and it is daylight. Oh, this is where a vampire grabs her foot as they're like literally escaping, and she's like, "Paul, Xander, Paul," and his arms are literally right underneath her breasts, and she and he's, he's like copping pulling, a feel, so you're like you're pulling your boobs. Yeah, and he's also like, the sheer forget him copping a feel, just the sheer look on his face. He's just like. Oh, I'll pull. I'm helping. I am doing a great job. Let um, me look down your shirt. <laughs> luckily, he pulls her enough and they, they fall, but then the vampire can't come out because it's sunlight. Um, so then we see Luke underground with the master, and they do this like little ceremony, and he becomes the vessel. 
Yeah, the vessel meaning that apparently this, the plan that they have for this whole thing is they explain they explained earlier with uh, Giles and all them is that the harvest is oh yeah uh, the harvest is their night to apparently drink uh, the vessel's going to drink blood because oh yeah they explain it in the actually they explain the very next scene yeah they they the the vessel drinks if he's now he's now the vessel so everyone he drinks. It goes to the, the energy, the soul, the soul, it goes whatever to it goes the to the master. master, and it allows him to kind of build up energy and try to, to escape to get out that weird so barrier, which is they watery, do. So they kind of explain it a little bit, but um, the Hellmouth in Sunnydale, uh, the master, you know, was a vampire sixty years ago who was trying to. Um, open the Hellmouth to bring, you know, hell back on Earth and have the demons um, control the humans again. He wants again. his buddies back. Uh, yeah, he wants his buddies back. So he got, he was trying to, um, I don't know, I think it was a, a earthquake happened. And, and he, he was got tr- cut. Yeah, he got was cut. trying to use it to, like, get out, but it he got stuck between, like, dimensions, kind of. And for whatever reason, he needs... The vessel, yeah. That to, a, it, I, I think it's it, very I, muddled. I think, it, I think of it like this: Hey, if you went home and rested, you'd be fully set to right. do everything. He can't go home. All right, I guess I'll go to the human world. Up, oh, no, you're stuck there too. All right, yeah. I guess I'll sleep. Oh uh, well, you can't do that either because you're dead. So here's a bunch of energy from these people that I sucked the blood out of them. Well, they had to do this whole ceremony thing, weird. and like he it drank just, from the master. It makes but no sense. It's Buffy the Vampire. Buffy Slayer. was like, "Oh, so if I kill the vessel, then there's no harvest because the the vessel is the one that gives him the the energy." He's like, "Well, yeah, yeah. essentially." Uh, already a bad plan because if you got only one vessel doing this, I'm sorry. Um, well, make right, more you, vessels. No sh- <laughs> well, see, this was the thing. I don't know if there's a stipulation like he only gets one. Like I have no idea. Again, muddled. It doesn't. It's not. It's vague. Yeah. So this is when she has to go home and pack for supplies because they're like well where are they going to go and they're like the bronze hello like tons oh, of young that's when she went back. young people full of life full of blood like free in a corralled in a building that they can't get out of uh yeah we're going to the bronze so she goes home to pack and get supplies of course her mom such a joy kill is stopping her 16 year old god- daughter from going out because she again got a phone call from school saying you're skipping classes and it's date Two. Yeah. Yeah. Day two. So she goes, uh, she stops her from going out. She's like, Mom. And she's like, um, You have all the time in the world. You're not going it's anywhere. It's not the end of the world or yeah. anything. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and then, mom. but then the the thing that stuck out to me, which people who watch Buffy, this is foreshadowing when she says, You have all the time in the world. You're not going anywhere. And we all know that that's not true. But Buffy sneaks out the window because she's a slayer. But she packs a bag full of weapons and. I do like that her mom said like the 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 books the tapes, and the tapes told me that I have to say. And you were no like, more. "What the fuck?" I'm like, what "Listen, tape? like if yeah, you're like once, what tapes? If there was one scene with like Buffy going in the house, she's like, "Hi, mom," and like, "You need to be firm with your talk." Like I'm like, "Yeah, those tapes." And there was a reference now, earlier. Give me a radio or something. So my little explanation <laughs> is like, well. She's a newly sing- newly single mom. Her, her parents got divorced like a year and a half before they moved to Sunnydale. That would have been great information to know about. Oh, I'm sorry. That comes out. <laughs> I thought she said that. She said that no they idea. moved because she oh, got kicked out of school. That's all I but got. Her parents got divorced essentially because she got... And was she was not a trouble. mom before? <laughs> no, but now she's a single mom. So it's just... 
I mean, being a mom in the 90s was pretty much being a single mom, Um, (laughs) even if you were married. So anyway, um, she sneaks out, and they go to the Bronze, you know, the club for high school kids, which every town has. Of course, because, you know, you need need somewhere to drink booze. Right, and so Cordelia, of course, we see her, and she's talking about, like, like seniors, and eventually she talks about college guys. And in my head, I was like, when I was, like, 15, 16, I was at the fucking bowling alley. Like, Hmm. this was just not... Uh, I was at a pizza place right or a pizza place like what i mean is they (laughs) i'm still fat but i was like fatty mcfat what i'm so fat or i go to the mall but what i mean is they was the other stuff they glamorized high school on television no fucking high school kid goes to maybe today but they don't go to clubs anyway not in the 90s well not maybe because they're in california maybe because they're in la like close to la I don't know. The next anyway, time I meet I someone know. from L.A., I'm going to go, hey, in the 90s, <laughs> did you know any high school kids going Shut to clubs? Up. And when they go, get away from me, sir. I need to go back to work. Shut up. I'll be like, thank you for your time. Thank you so, for your service. And I get out of the Starbucks, sir. You're never going to Starbucks <laughs> your whole life. Cordy. Fine, fine. Honeydew. Cordelia <laughs> is dancing with her friends, and Jesse, who we know now is a vampire, approaches her, and he's all confident, and he just, like, takes her on the dance floor, and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, shut up. And he's, she's like, okay, well, one dance. And they slow dance. Um, but just as they're slow dancing, Darla and the vampire gang and Luke, you know, arrive and they, um, steal, like, steal the bouncer. Like, they force him inside and yeah. cut the power. And then they start doing their evil speech. Hello there, everyone! It sounded, his speech was Bane's speech from... A little bit. A little bit. Like, hello, everyone. Welcome to the end of your life. Yeah, he was like, no need to be alarmed. Well, actually, there is a need to be alarmed, but it won't do you any good. Yeah. Um, So he gets on stage and basically says, we're going to kill you all. So he kills the bouncer, sucks him dry, throws him on the floor. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Scooby gang, which is Buffy, Willow, Giles, and Xander, uh, they show up just a hair too late. Yep, they just, just locked the door. missed the door. Yeah, so, and, all that preparation, uh, guys. Even Good Xander job. goes, well, can't you open it? And she says, not that, which I don't know why, but she Again, we are, we are, there's going to be a They're door. They're going to pick and choose They're the door pick she what can door she can. Oh, that door? Oh, no, that's mahogany. It's I, not, can't, I can't get that one. What's funny is it's, like, it's not convenient for her to win right away or get in really easily. So let's, like, you know, suspend her powers mahogany. a little bit. Mahogany. So... She goes up on the roof, and I forget how, and gets in, but I forget how they get in. They bust, no, they go through the back door, but the back door is locked, so they end up, like, break, they they end up getting something something. from the back door. Something with the back, I don't know, Matt's a hell of a drug. It is. Um. So, they, they all get in. Um, Luke has been feeding, like, he's killed a few people by now, and he finally gets to Cordy, Cordelia, her nickname is Cordy, so I'm gonna call her. That's her nickname? Yeah, they call her. Who who goes this? Later in the show, they're going to wow. call her Cordy, but Cordelia, and she screams, and then, of course, Buffy interrupts and um, does some gymnastics to get down. For no apparent reason. I mean, okay, jumping, she was on the rafters because she came from the roof. Jumping down from there makes sense to me, but then she, like, gets on the pool table and does basically, like, a cartwheel round off and then gets up, up to the stage, and I'm like... No, 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 it. you forgot the other person she stabbed with no... With no, uh, all of a sudden she get remember she, she cartwheeled onto a pool table, and then she yeah. took the pool table cube and s- stabbed a guy, yeah, who 
is apparently a oh. vampire. And so that was a thing. No, that was another one. No, that was one. another one. No that was the one with noise. the thud. That was the thud. Yeah. And I, did, I, did I write that down? Yeah. Well, I, I remembered it because I was like, that was just straight murder, right? Like, what if a guy was like, hey, maybe you should save us. We're really. <laughs> I know. No, no. It was. I think that was the one. Yeah. Body thud. I, no dust sound. Yeah. yeah no dust sound. One. I'm just saying. Um, I will say. A, a thing if you're ugly. <laughs> That she kills you and says you're a vampire. <laughs> and she just, like, missed your just heart. Counts. <laughs> um, counts in it. I am going to interrupt with Hope's Unnecessary Trivia. Uh, what do we got? Hope's Totally Unnecessary Trivia! In the commentary, on, I think on the DVD, Joss Whedon said that Buffy flipping onto the bronze stage, noting that she never did that again, as she could have just walked or ran. <laughs> Even he's like, nope, she, yeah. she didn't do that. Buffy, the movie, on the other hand, featured Buffy flipping towards small distances numerous times. But that was like the joke. Like, Buffy, the movie, was more of a joke. You know, like a parody almost, which is not what Joss intended, but that's what ended up happening. So her doing those little things was like on purpose. Her doing them in the show, he's like, no, 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 that's not, we're not doing that anymore. Like if she's doing that, it's for a reason. So even he was like, what the fuck? But they kept it in. She never does it again, really. I mean, honestly. So um, she does fight Luke. Yes, and um, the Scoobies get the people out of the out of the bronze. Well, it's kind of funny how they do because it's like they now could open the door well, from the inside. Oh, God. Regardless of how they got the door open, but they kind of like just see her fighting Hamming and go, "Hey guys, we all should get out of here. Maybe the yeah. door's open. You guys want to come and watch the fights? You want to fight? No, mm-hmm. they're getting out. But there's other vampires in there. It's not just." Two. Well, I know. They came with like eight vampires. She, okay, she did stab one ugly she, guy that I may have she, been a vampire. I, I don't know. I think she got rid of two before she at- gets attacks Luke. And then there's a vampire that's holding Xander and she throws like a drum symbol and decapitates it and oh, okay. kills him. There was at least... Maybe actually that math actually make that count. was a third one, and that, then there was Jesse is one of them. Jesse attacks Cordy, and Xander stops him, actually, and that, then that somebody up, actually actually just like who's escaping just pushes Jesse into Xander, who's holding a stake, and like accidentally stakes and he him. Does. And he dusts, and he's gone. But because Xander like willingly couldn't kill him, like he tried, it just it was funny because somebody just bumps into him, and it happens. And then Willow throws holy water on Darla, so even though she doesn't die, she runs away because yeah. her face gets burned. So that's like six vampires, five no, to you six know vampires what? Uh, that right there. Math act. And then at the end, sorry, at the end, some vampires run away. Remember. Okay, so when they were walking towards the club, there was like three vampires behind them, Luke and Darla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Luke's in the club. Yep. So like math-wise of her stabbing a guy with a pool cube, decapitating one. Yep. Um, And then one guy Jesse. Jesse. And then Darla. Darla. Luke who fought and got back. And one guy that was uh, uh, attacking uh, Xander. Right. So like that math heads up. Other than Darla, who the heck ran away from this thing? At the very, very end, there was like one. There was like a female and a male vampire that had. A oh yeah. Humans. You know what? They were probably just in the club with Luke. Exactly. They had more than just the like. They had more minions than you saw. But and yet they all. Buffy uh, tricks Luke into thinking it's fucking daylight, and she throws 
a, you know, uh, something at the window. I can't remember. I think it was a rock or something. Hammer, something. hammer anything or something. We're just like making it up. No, but she throws something at the window and light comes through and it's from like a street light. And he's like, ah, and then he realizes he's not burning and she stakes him. And he does. He does dust. Dust. He so thuds and dust. Yeah, yeah, he th- he did actually. He did literally they got, they got hit the floor and then he dusted. They get better. Listen, they get better with I the just, graphics. I I just so was hoping to see, like some guy with a pill cube still stuck in his chest. They're like, um, you sure that was a vampire? Um. So the other vamps run, like we said, and then of course we see another appearance from our mystery man. Mystery man. Angel is there lurking in the dark, of course, like as per usual, as you do. Um, and he goes, "She did it!" Like yeah. he was shocked. Like a four-year-old would say it. Like <laughs> she did it. In fairness, that's the level Ritz of acting crackers. skill he has. I just had some Fruit Loops. Anyway, so they oh they're so they're in the club right, and they're like, wow, we prevented a you know apocalypse at least, and they do an aerial shot of the club, and I noticed uh, they removed those dead bodies immediately, like real quick, real fast. It was like three dead bodies on the that bouncer. I saw them him uh, kill uh, one the bouncer, girl. a girl, and I think. At least another. one other person. There were should be th- at least three dead bodies in that place. Nope. No. no. It's completely empty. It's completely actually clean, clean. Oh, too. Yeah, that was the thing. Clean, no like, glass. Someone, no glass from broken, the window breaking. No blood on the ground. No blood on the ground. No, clean, a clean kills, guys. It was. It was. You know they what? had a. You mess with Luke all you want. They must clean, have a pit crew. <laughs> clean kills here. He um, didn't make a mess. He didn't waste nothing. So then it it fades to the next day at school. Um, Because they're like, oh, well, we... And Buffy clearly didn't get caught for leaving her house from her mom. No, her mom didn't figure it out. Because no offense, but Joyce is not the brightest. Um, Also, she probably, like, that scene of Buffy arriving and killing, like, that was probably less than 10 minutes. And then she just went back to her house. Like, she was probably gone for less than an hour. So it's not like Joyce would have been like, oh, my God, it's been seven hours. Like, if she went back up to her room in an hour to check on her, Buffy would probably already be back up there. Uh, yes. That's my logic, and I'm sticking that's, to that's, it. That's Shut up. I am going to rationalize as much as I oh, can I know because I love are. this show. Because no one has a I, car in this show. No, for, she doesn't yet. Yeah. Uh, Cordelia, we do see she has a car in the next episode. Giles has a car. I didn't see him Giles offer car. anyone a ride. Like, we'll just meet you there. See you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is really important. How I'm going to go in my there? Cadillac. <laughs> How are we going to get there, Mr. Giles? <laughs> Figure it out. Uh, you guys don't have licenses. <laughs> Just thumb a ride, kids. Get, learn some, some life lessons. Get some life experience. Get your ride and <laughs> figure it out. I hope there's no like time-sensitive emergency where they're like, Giles, we need a ride. Nope. <laughs> My car. I just never thought about that. Giles does have a car, <laughs> and he totally didn't pick up Buffy. <laughs> no one. Yeah, Buffy literally had to run to her house, get materials, and run and meet them there. Meet. I think, unless I missed. No, I don't think he missed anything. <laughs> unless I missed a line about him picking her up. But anyway, 
Cordelia is shown gossiping about Buffy to some girl at school in the quad. And she's like, oh, my God. She was, like, so weird and so crazy. And They forget and, that she almost got eaten. Yeah. And that she saved her goddamn life. But the girl's like, oh, I wish I was there. It's like, oh, so crazy. But I'm like, how can you be saying this crazy stuff about Buffy? Like, you literally wouldn't be alive. But maybe Cordelia is still so much in her own life, in her own head. She didn't think it was capable of that her life was in jeopardy yeah well didn't, didn't giles say that, like after it's like well people all experience things in a whole different way yeah so and at they the take very... trauma differently and apparently cornelia can just like take that drama and go you know what it didn't affect me a little I, bit. I got i got a slow dance and a small choke not yeah. bad night <laughs> yeah she she truly is not very affected but giles yeah buffy and and willow sorry not buffy willow and xander are basically like how do people not remember what happened and and know like you know vampires exist and giles says people will rationalize what they can and forget what they can't rationalize and buffy's like i've seen it before like it's crazy but it's true like they're just going to accept it because that's the reality, and there's really no way around it, but they're just going to reject. They're going to put it in the back of their head. So basically. let me just put a little count to this. I think I've counted up to 11 people killed in these two episodes. Um, you know, And I, I didn't could, see uh, one funeral going on. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I didn't. Um, we do learn later in the season that the, the high school has a, um, a school newspaper, and they have an obits section, obituaries. So they enough children and teachers and Faculty, staff die in Sunnydale. That the school newspaper has, has an obi- has an obituary section for high school kids. How are they repopulating this small town? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know is the question. Maybe more people are moving there because the the house market housing is market so is so low. Low, right? Like the yeah. houses are so cheap. We had this person uh, leave this house. We don't know. It's foreclosed. Here you go. Da, da, da. I think it sometimes also, it was the 90s. It was in the 90s. Okay. Death count. Um, unidentified vampire. Okay. So Wait, one, an actual two, death three, count? four, eight people died in this. Ooh, now in are you this counting episode, the vampires as people? Yes, eight characters died, including Jesse and Luke. This is two episodes. Seven seasons? No, episode two. Jo- oh, just an episode is, two? No, yeah, this is just episode two. What well, was the count for episode one? Uh, let me just go back to that episode. Hold on. I mean, it wasn't that many, but I mean, it, what do we increase the budget on the, la- the second episode? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Welcome to the Hellmouth. Continuity death count. Is it death count? Two. Like- there's only two in so the first episode. Yeah, so we're up to like 10. I thought it was 11, but 10 people. Yeah. 10, ten people, people are dead. Two episodes. Now, the characters, because some of them were vampires, but still, yeah. I mean, hello, what did you think? There were going to be no deaths? No, I didn't think it was going to be mostly people. One thing, though, <laughs> I guess you could think of this as like the second part, seriously, of Welcome to the Hellmouth. So your theory about Jesse dying is true, because there's really no other character in this episode that... Like, they kill a bunch of people. Um, but your theory about the, oh, like the un- him standing ugly- out, oh. Jesse dies, and he gets staked. So he's completely gone. That character's yeah. out of here. I, I think it's ugly clothing or odd clothing. Or they stand or out in stand some way. Out. Like, if I'm, like, doing something to stand out, like... Above the crowd, <laughs> even if I got a shout out loud. Hey, Goofy. That is the only place you see. I love what was that from? I love a goofy movie. Goofy movie. That's right. Shut. 
up, shutting up. So, uh, uh, do you have any thoughts or comments or concerns or questions or a lot of concerns, a lot of concerns about this episode, the harvest, the harvest. Yeah, a lot of concerns. One, um, what other than the book of vampiric? Where do they keep getting all this information? He's a watcher, so he has books and volumes. Is that he he's a collected. new watcher? No. Well, I don't. I think Buffy is his first Slayer, but then they go into it a, a little bit in detail later in the series. Or anything? He goes basically. You go to watcher school to become a watcher, and then when you're ready, they and somebody is called. They'll you know they'll send you whatever, and the other watchers that exist just study, you know, vampire and demon folklore and magic so they can be as up-to-date and as knowledgeable so when their slayer or a slayer comes across something they don't know, they can think back on, oh, my God, maybe I've read about this somewhere. So he's collected volumes and books and scrolls. I feel like he's done a lot of the collecting and not any of the reading. No, he does. Well, he just seems like when he's He's like... He's a librarian. What do you think he does all day? Apparently, he doesn't know about the Hellmouth, which is kind of important about that. They had to go, like, look it up. The whole place is called the Hellmouth. He doesn't know why it's the Hellmouth, but Willow he, can go I'm on I'm not the... surprised that he didn't know Sunnydale was on a Hellmouth. Yeah, but, like, Willow goes on the computer for, like, five minutes, and, or, like, a free period, maybe. Who knows? And finds out about an earthquake, and he goes, yep, that adds up. What the hell was the point of her going on the computer? I, I, don't, I don't know, but... I don't, what was your criticism? My criticism is I think he's oh. a bad watcher. Oh, um. I think we have a bad slayer with a bad watcher with bad listen, friends. <laughs> and she, we call it Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She is still new. She's still green, still starting out as a slayer. And I think this might be Giles' first real slayer that he's like mentoring. I was going to say watching. It's so It's crazy. watching. They're just watching listen, her. Listen. I How old are you, 16? That's great. I'm 35. Let me watch you. He's like 45. (sighs) I love Giles, and you'll see the character develop. You'll see the character grow and change, um, as they all do. But it makes sense that right away they're not this congealed, well-oiled machine. Like, they've just met. They barely know each other, all of them, the whole group. Well, well, here's again, I'm just going with the criticism I got in the beginning. There's only one watcher. I said, there's one watcher that works with one slayer. There's only at a time. At a time, yes. And there's no other things happening in the entire world that a vampire could be dealing. I mean, vampire hunter could be dealing with. I think they have like watchers council like locations across the globe, Um, and. It's more important for her to be in Sunnydale. I know. It doesn't make sense. I, I can't. I don't. I don't know. Yes! I broke her. I don't know. She's I watched. Wish, how many times did you watch the show? Like a million. <sighs> and I it wish, makes no sense I wish, why. I wish I could explain why. I, I, I can't think about it too long because I don't have an explanation <laughs> for it. So, like, they have a council of watchers that are watching the whole planet for, for mystical, for mystical arc and all this behavior. stuff. And for happens. some reason, the one Slayer that they have is in Sunnydale, which, California, because that's the most you'd important. Think if the reasoning was because it was, that's the Hellmouth, then he Giles would know that. Yes. But they do make should. jokes about how the council repeatedly does not keep Giles in the loop, even though 
Buffy's the fucking slayer. I just, it just hurt. Like, he's not invited to certain things. He doesn't get all these memos or, no, and I'm like, she's the active fucking slayer. So I have criticisms about this. Yeah. But also, whenever you see them, you're not supposed to like them. Like, spoiler alert, Giles is the good one. Like, he is. Um, and you'll come to like Giles. I love Giles. I just don't understand the whole system. The system still doesn't make it's, any no, sense No, the system to me. doesn't really make sense. And unfortunately, like, it's neither of their fault. Like, especially Buffy. She's like, I was just fucking chosen. Like, she has no say. What's the ch- and get this, this. Get this kicker, which we don't find out for years. But apparently, the Watchers get paid. From where? <laughs> the council. Where, where the money comes from, I don't know. My question is, why isn't the teenage girl who's sacrificing and like her life, putting her life on the line, getting paid? Oh, because it's the '90s. It's a woman. Like Giles <laughs> is getting paid like to do what? He already works at the library at the school. He already has a job. I feel like this money should be given to Buffy's for fucking physical therapy. <laughs> And, well, you and said it yourself in the last uh, podcast that stuff. Buffy, the, the Slayers don't last very long. Me, what all I meant by that was that they usually die. In they battle. usually die, pre- yeah, and young. And they'll talk about it later in the series. There's not many accounts of their last like, battles because I, a lot of them die alone. I will. I don't get one thing um, for the Slayer. Right. That's she, what the show is. Yeah. Yes. So she dies. Has. How do they do? Like, go to an orphanage or something? Like, you're the new slayer. No, so um, there's this idea that there are girls throughout the world uh, that have the potential to be chosen to be the slayer. Just me. It's literally like fate. Like, like there's this concept in the show called the powers that be that kind of guide the forces of good to overcome the forces of evil and the slayer is an instrument in which they fight evil. And when the slayer dies, the forces that be choose another slayer. And it just it's honestly Who are the forces to be? No, it's it's I think I don't want to say it's like god, but think about it like gods, like oh, this like is Greek Jedi. gods. You think got, about it. No, think about it more like Greek gods, I guess. But anyway. But how do they find how do the watchers find them then? That is an excellent question. How many years have you watched this show? I never thought about this. I I never thought about... <laughs> this is my first questions. <laughs> this is fantastic that you're trying to explain. Okay, this, the Slayer the dies, so obviously mentality. the Watcher informs the Council, like, yo, the Slayer's dead. Like, another mm-hmm. one is going to be called. My only thing that I can think is they have somebody in the Council, um, either a seer... Or a witch, or somebody who informs them like the next Slayer is is rising in Cleveland or Sunnydale, <laughs> and and then they send, is this a real thing? Or are you just making this? I'm up? I'm speculating, <laughs> and then they send that watcher. You, okay, so so you've seen send every watcher. season. Yeah, I've seen every episode. Is there many books that you've read on this? No. Okay. So I could look it up. But uh, they also don't, they just never really explain it on the this show. This is fantastic. It is I have found the, only the thing entire we know. plot hole for this whole show. I just don't know how the, the watchers find out. I really don't. Episodes. My, unless I miss that explanation, I'm the dumbest fan in the world. Oh, this is I'm going to guess is... that it's like a powers that be or a seer sort of situation or a coven that informs them and then the, they send a watcher to go tell that girl. 
that's how usually it happens. Usually the watcher doesn't. So what happened was, unfortunately, Buffy's watcher died. That's why Giles is her new watcher. Usually, unfortunately, it's the other way around, that the slayer dies. And instead of giving that watcher a new slayer, they call a new watcher usually, too. Because they just don't want, they want them to have a, a completely new connection. You know what I mean? Like, no bad, dark trauma in the past, like losing a slayer. I just find this amazing that I've broken you. Episode 2. Well, I just gave an explanation that I think was pretty good for coming out of my butt. So I don't know how it works, but... Oh, um, I love it. I love it. There's lots of things that you can't explain in... In Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, in, in Star Wars and other sci-fi and fantasy shows, I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like in Star Wars they go... You know they, they've done it. They've done, the, they've done It's stupid, but they've done it. So that was our recap <laughs> And my destruction. Episode two, The Harvest. The next episode is good. Um, I really like it. It's called called? The Witch. Or actually, it's just called Witch. So there's a witch? Yes, but it introduces another character that we see throughout the whole series. And it also starts to establish, like, sort of standalone episodes in Buffy. But they might introduce a character or might introduce something. So it may not be, like, the overall arc of the Exactly, but but they are interesting episodes. Like, season one, because it was so short... They had to make the decision, like, the first two episodes, which I do think set up the show pretty quickly and pretty well, like, what what's going yeah, on, yeah, how yeah. the characters, their personalities, their moods, their behaviors, and how they interact with each other. And then the rest of the episodes, up until, like, seriously, the last episode or the last two, are just things that, like get thrown at Buffy and like, oh, high school's such a drag, but imagine having to save the world at the same time. Like, aha, right? And then at the end, they bring, a spoiler alert, they bring the master back into the plot. So the other seasons, they they have the time to really flush out the big bad or the overarching plot of the season. And season two is so different than season one. They really get their... Stride, except for explaining how they pick the slayers. I couldn't tell you. I'm gonna have to now look this up because it's going to bother me. This is gonna be great. Um, is there anything that you would like to add to Kevin? Um, yes. Is there anyone else in the modeling that they got for ju- that was just like bad at their bad acting? That was just like we're gonna pick you. No, what are you talking about? We, I, before, I don't know if you told me this while we were watching it. Yeah, David Boreanaz yeah, plays d- Angel. Yeah, there was like Oh, a, How He Got Discovered. How He Got Discovered, He yeah. was walking his dog in his neighborhood, um, and a modeling scout, talent scout, saw him. And uh, I think he want, He did want to pursue acting, actually, but he did modeling first. Like he went, I think he went to Fordham University um, in New York, and his father uh, was a, like a famous news anchor, um, I think, out in Pennsylvania. Anyway, I know too much about this guy. Um, I think all that is true. He was discovered walking his dog, and he started modeling, and then he got auditions, and he booked Angel. um, And they wanted somebody that was hot and had, quote, the face of an angel. And he tested well and had good chemistry with Sarah Michelle Gellar. So, yeah. Um, But Angel gets better. like, And then he has his own show, and he totally, they totally flush out his character. He's... So much more range and just, like, development. Um, So on Buffy, he's a little, like, brooding and, like... Actually, season one Angel is more playful. Season two Angel, all of a sudden, he's like, I'm so dark. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) He's, like, the brooding. They say that all he does is brood. Or any lurks. 
Well, we know he lurks. He's a good lurker. He's a good lurker. Anyway. Even Xander didn't see him. <laughs> Even Xander didn't fucking see him. Anything else you would like to add to Kevin? Uh, nope. I think I've broken this show already. I, I like that I've enjoyed breaking it in two episodes. So, uh, Great. Uh, I get to keep it going. Good job. I get to ruin, I get to ruin a show Are you for done? you. Can you say your sign-off, please? I have a sign-off? Whatever you want. I broke the show. I'm signing off, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.